Hello and welcome to the Messy Message Podcast with Alexis and Burley. Where God can take your mess and make it your message. Yes, God. <laughs> Hello, Burley. Hi, Alexis. How's it going today? Uh, today's a great day. It I haven't is seen good. you in a while. I know. I've missed you all oh, so much. <laughs> Yes, it feels like it's been forever, but we are back together, which is great because it's recording day Mm -hmm. and we have so much to unpack and we're going to do it in a very efficient, Holy Spirit led way. Yes, I have the Holy Spirit butterflies. Butterflies. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's awesome. I'm so glad. So yeah, so we are... Going to talk about the struggle is real. Mm-hmm. This is part two. Yes. So if you heard part one, you know that we were very vulnerable and open mm-hmm. about struggles and what it looks like to struggle and how to not really inhabit struggle as a way of like feeling like you're punished mm-hmm. or that God doesn't love you and you know all of those negative things yep. that the enemy feeds into our um our minds yeah. and makes us think that like, oh, God can't be God if I'm hurting because yes. we know that's not true, right? Right. It's actually quite the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> but before we jump into that, mm-hmm. I'm going to give my gratitude moment. Yay! Gratitude I moment. Know. And I've been like in a space of a lot of gratitude lately because the struggle is still very real. Mm. Um, but despite of that, because God is God and he's such a good God, mm-hmm. he does spend time comforting me and renewing my hope. Now, that isn't something that just comes naturally. Yeah. Okay. We live in a crazy world, right? And we are also, we're always being fed so many different things. But what I will say as my gratitude moment goes into this just sensational amount of prayer time that I have been dedicating to the Lord. Ooh, I love that word, Alexis. Sensational. <laughs> but it has been every bit of sensational because what I have been allowed to do is I've been allowed to go like really go deep mm. and I've been making sure that I spend amount like not the time necessarily limit. I don't put myself on a time limit, but I set a timer. Um, that reminds me that this is at this hour of this day, you are praying, Mm. you are worshiping and spirit and in truth, you are talking to God. Um, at times I speak in my heavenly language at times I am just praying out loud. Sometimes I'm just calling out to him. Sometimes I'm just singing to him and just telling him and adoring him for who he is. But you y'all, this has been like the best part of my day i love now it doesn't stop because i talk to him all throughout the day but there is a dedicated time can i use the word sensational no no intentional (laughs) another (laughs) all yeah so no you're right though it is it's it's been intentional and it has been with every bit of um the intention to remain close and to to fight to see God for who he is Amen. and not what this world or the enemy is telling me these lies about who he is mm. because God is good. Yes, he is. So that is my gratitude moment. I am so grateful for that time. I love that. Thank you. Awesome I've been loving gratitude. it. 
God is good. I've been loving it. Like, it has really been so refreshing. Yeah. And renewing for me daily. Amen. Yeah. So, we will jump into it now. Ooh. Right? Burly. <laughs> jump into it. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's jump into it. So, you are going to give us a synopsis rundown of Joe. Because in part two, we are going to... I won't say dissect necessarily. No. We're going to share some perspectives yeah. on the book of Job. Yeah. And so if you've never read it, we don't want to assume that you understand everything. But I'm sure many of you will understand some things. But for yeah. those who don't know, Burley is going to give a rundown, a cliff notes, so yeah, to speak, yeah. of Job. <laughs> um, so you cannot talk about suffering and not talk about Job. Amen. Like we can both agree and attest to him suffering the most, I would say, after Jesus Christ. I mean, this man went through it all. And Job was a good man. He paid his taxes. Like, he, <laughs> he didn't cheat on his wife. He yeah. was a good father, a good provider. He was rich. And he just, Job had it all. He was the complete package. So God, you know, he had a meeting with all his staff. <laughs> and he bragged about Job to Satan and was like, have you seen Job? He is the best. Like, he loves me, adores me, and he's just such a wonderful guy. And Satan was like, he's not that wonderful. You just give him everything he wants. He's a spoiled little brat. And once you take away the comfort and the riches and everything he has, he'll curse you. Mm -hmm. And God was like, bet. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to, we're going to put this to the test. And he allowed Satan to go. And in one fatal swoop, in one day, Job lost it all. Mm. He lost his riches. He lost his kids. Yeah. And that's when Job really broke down when his kids were gone. Mm -hmm. Like you can see that he was a little distraught when it was like, your camels are gone, your yeah. sheep are gone. But mm -hmm. when his kids died, he was like, what? Anyway, so he, he loses that. He, then Satan has another meeting with God. And Satan is kind of like, all right, fine. But like, if you take away his health, he's still not going to worship you. And God was like, fine, just don't kill the guy. And Satan goes and wreaks havoc again in Job's health. Job is not in a good place. And he still refuses to curse God. Even though his wife is like, just do it. Curse God and die. Like, go. Mm -hmm. uh, Job still sticks to his morals and to his beliefs. His friends come and attack him and criticize him and accuse him of not being a good guy. And Job is like, I'm a good guy. I'm not perfect, but I'm a good guy. And then pretty much to sum it up, uh, Job then has a meeting with God where God does not answer why he's suffering. God is pretty much like, Job, check yourself before you wreck yourself because... You were not there when I made the earth. You were not there when I made the animals. You were not, you don't know anything. And Job was like, sorry. And his friends then had to also, God told them and checked them and was like, you guys were wrong. You guys accused Job of things he didn't do. And there was reconciliation there. And Job then got double everything that he had when he started off and died an old, old man. Mm-hmm. Did I cover pretty much? You hit it, hon. <laughs> okay. You hit it. You hit it. You brought into the fold the different elements, which then brings us to the space of the different, the different perspectives, yeah. right? So in this, we are going to give a little uh, perspective on the three perspectives. So Job, the afflicted, mm -hmm. 
his family and friends, which we are labeling the doubters. Mm. Nay, nay. Right? And then God, the sovereign. Mm. So there's three perspectives here of of this suffering and how each of these different perspectives viewed this suffering. Yeah. So let's start with Job. Okay. Right? Job is the afflicted one. And so we can all kind of put ourselves yes. in this position at one time or another, right? <coughs> yeah. Maybe you didn't suffer as greatly, but you, again, we're not we here to... We all know to, the struggle is real. We know the struggle is real. <laughs> yeah. And we also know that we cannot weigh a person's suffering. Yes. What's heavy for one person may not be heavy for the yep. other person. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, Job is afflicted. And in this, I love your synopsis. Job never cursed God. No. But in his affliction and with all the pain, his perspective was very much a space of, at times, anger, mm-hmm. yes. hurt. Yes. There was a lot of questioning. Mm-hmm. God, you said you love me. Why am I still here? He had a lot of self um condemning thoughts he wanted he didn't want to live anymore yeah right and so i i love i i kind of noted that like we often rush to find answers for mm. suffering and i think we we touched on that in sucks. part one yes. right yes so we won't beat the dead horse about yeah. that again if you want to listen to part one i think you should but mm-hmm. we often do want to find like answers to our suffering and that is a natural like want and desire like, that's not abnormal to want to be like why is this happening to me and in job's case it's very interesting because he was considered blameless in the yeah. eyes of god it yeah. says the bible calls him blameless yes. so to your point burley like there was he paid his taxes. Mm-hmm. He was a good dad. Mm-hmm. He was a good husband. He was a good provider. He he sacrificed often. He sacrificed on behalf of his children. He gave generously. Like he did all of these yeah. things. And you're right. Like it seems like he was walking the walk and talking the talk, right? Yep. And that's real. And so think about it in your affliction. There are times I know well. I can say when I've been going through some things. God, I've been praying to you. I've been tidying. I've been seeking you for answers. I've been coming to you. My favorite thing is, God, I don't go to drugs, alcohol, sex. I don't go to pee. I go to you, God. So if I'm going to you, what is going on right now? I shouldn't be going through this. Right? What's wrong? Making all of these... The formula's not working. This formula doesn't work. (laughs) We go through all of these, what I like to call, like, we have these, like, plea bargains almost with God. As, you know, like, I'm doing this and you, where's your part? Right? Mm -hmm. And so, but that's natural. Mm -hmm. It's natural to to then, to search your own heart. It's natural to search your circumstance and say, but where am I falling short? Yes. That's another thing that yes. I've gone through. And I don't, can you relate to that? <clears throat> Absolutely. Really? Like ever going through and say like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. Where am I wrong here? What did I do? I what must is, did have I misstep. Yeah, I, I didn't hear something mm-hmm. properly. Yeah. I don't know if y'all can relate to that, but <laughs> that's a thing, right? You know what I love about Job and what I see? I think a lot of us see ourselves as Job, mm-hmm. but the reality is um, we're, we're, most of us are not, most of us are not this righteous upright no and i wouldn't say perfect because again job never said he was perfect he's like yeah i I have things i have shortcomings he said it to his friends sure but um he's like i don't deserve this 
I didn't do anything to merit the amount of suffering that I'm having. Exactly. Um, but we, we tend to see ourselves in that perspective. We're more the friends and the wife, I would say. Um, but what I love about Job is there's a humanity in him where like he goes from saying, God, you did this to me. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're this terrible, you know, like, oh my gosh, you're afflicting me and look at all this suffering. And then he'll switch it up and just be like, but God, you're so great and marvelous and wonderful. Right. And now, we do that. I, yes, I was going to say, I can relate to God. In yes. that. I mean, to Job, to Job. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can relate to Job in that like wholeheartedly because that's some of my days. Some yes. of my days is like, God, what in the world is going on? And I'm like, Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> worshiping. And it's from moment to moment. It's from moment to moment. And, but you're absolutely right. And I love that. I think instead of trying to learn the why, instead of searching for the answer, what we have to do is urge ourselves to get to know God deeper. Yeah. Because in our suffering, whether it was merited or unmerited, because we suffer sometimes for things that we do too, mm -hmm. right? I know we're talking about Job and Job did not, but whether it was a merited suffering or unmerited su suffering, um, there is a God who is knocking at our doors, the door of our heart, the yeah. door of our soul, our mind and our spirit, and he's trying to convey a bigger picture to us. Yes. He's trying to convey his holiness his sovereignty to us, yeah. right? And so it's a place that we have to dig in because learning to know why, if Job actually knew why, would it change his suffering? No. No. It wouldn't change a thing. If he knew that God was allowing Satan to do certain things to prove that mankind can loyally and unequivocally love God for who he is, yeah. that wouldn't have changed yeah. Job's situation. But you know what we can say about Job? What's that? He shut the devil up. Yeah, he did. Because you didn't hear Satan again say a peep. He had nothing to say for no. the rest of no. the chapters. No, and I, I can only pray that in my suffering that people see God. Amen. That people say that despite what you're dealing with or... I didn't even know you were dealing because yeah, I you want carried yourself. So well. I want the light of our Amen. Lord to shine brighter than anything I've ever dealt with. Not just after the suffering is done, but through the suffering. Yeah. That's hard, man. That's so hard, but that's my desire. Yes. That's my, it's you know, hard. that's my heart. I can say it now sitting here with you, but like, I think of moments when I've suffered and mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving up. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it just, it clouds your understanding. It really does. So because we're talking about the afflicted, what I will honestly say is in affliction, what I have found and during suffering is that I have to keep in the forefront of my mind, the attributes of God. Amen. Who is God? Who is God? He is sovereign. Mm. He is holy. He is loving. Say he that. is kind. Yes. He is good. He is redemptive. He is generous. He is adoring mm. over his children, over me. He is wise. He does no wrong. He is my all in all. He mm -hmm. is my Jaira. Yes. He, he is everything to me. He is my Jehovah Nisi. <clears throat> 
He's my Jehovah Rapha. Mm -hmm. He is everything, right? So when I get in the pit in my mind. That's so good. Who is God? Who is God? Because we can definitely say reading this and going to, to like the friends too. Job yeah. and the friends made a lot of assumptions a on lot who assumptions. God was. And they were wrong yes. in, in a lot of those assumptions as well. Amen. And Job had to repent to God at the end and yeah. say, sorry. Yeah. Sorry I said those things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I don't have really you, know. Have you in the moment or after the fact done the same thing? Absolutely. Have you repented? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, in my very limited knowledge, in my humanity, I make assumptions about who God is. Mm -hmm. But in, in reality, mm -hmm. imagine having to make all of the decisions for all of humanity, all of the animals, mm -hmm. the grass and the trees. And the, mm -hmm. I mean, the expansiveness of who God is. Well, because we're, limit, we're limited, we can't imagine that. But God is limitless, so it's nothing for him. Yeah. He's I created. barely take care of myself and three kids. He created all these things. <laughs> he, he knows takes what care of all things. All of it. So it, it, it's so interesting though, because you're right there is at that point where Job's like, I have to repent. I am so sorry mm -hmm. because you're to your point, God checked Job. And yeah. do you do remember you that verse? You are. Do you remember the verse where he said that? How can I forget that verse where he said my eyes? Yeah. Where is it? No, not, not my no. eyes have seen. Oh, but when, God, when God says, said where to were Job, you? where were you when, when I, I created? Yeah. 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 Earth. That is, oh my gosh. Okay, no, I think it's 37. No, that's Elihu, Elihu. Is it? I think it's 38. But anyway, yeah. um, in, in beginning chapter yeah. 8 was when, when the Lord starts... begins to speak and on the behalf because he's let these people banter long enough, right? He's like, that's enough. Yeah. Well, Job also <laughs> told God, like, come talk to me. Which I don't think he understood what he was asking God. We never do. <laughs> We never do. We be right, like, calm down here, God, and talk to me. And God was like, oh, okay. We're going to talk. We're going to talk then. On that note, you've ever sung Maverick City's um, song, Refiner? Which one is that one? Oh, yeah. I want to be tried <laughs> by fire. No, I don't. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't want to be tried by fire. Thanks, Maverick City. You start singing that, wave your hands, and like, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. hold on. What did I just sign up for? <laughs> Lord, I don't know if I meant that. I'm just kidding. But no, I, I like listened to that song and I was like, ooh, wee. There's some power behind those that words. That is. That's serious. Yeah. I actually stopped listening to that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we keep it real, y'all. So, all right, we're going to move on. Let's so, move on. So, I think we've kind of wrapped yes, up yes. Job's affliction, him being the afflicted in that perspective. So yeah. I hope you understand what we're saying behind the perspective of the afflicted. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about the perspective of his friends and his wife. Los so we're calling amigos. that friends and family, which in this situation, not every situation, they are the doubters. Yeah. Right? They did not do a good job. They... <laughs> I love what you said, Burley. Like it was major assumptions. So there's yeah. rounds of these conversations between Job and his three friends. Yes. And each and every one of them. The interesting thing, and I'm sure you caught this too, Burley. The interesting thing about his friends, where they all gave wise counsel. Mm -hmm. The things that they said were wise. They were actually even true. Mm -hmm. They just weren't true to, to Job. This specific situation yes 
they weren't true for Job's situation. Because God is a, God, a, ju a, a just God. Yeah. You do reap what you sow. You do. That's, that's biblical. That's, that's very biblical. That's correct. Just, yeah. They didn't really take into <laughs> consideration. They left out some elements. But God is more than that. Yeah. Yeah. And they left out the major point that I think we made in part one was the simple fact that we were harping on suffering doesn't equate that you've done something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It does not mean that they you learn. are at fault. They're going to learn a day. Right. And so it was interesting that these, <coughs> as these rounds of conversations that happen, and I do really strongly encourage you guys to go through Job and read it um, for yourselves because it's just good to, it's just good to have your own like biblical base on this. But as they went round and round and they're telling him, they're literally just like sitting down with Job and telling him, you had to do something. Yes. What did you do? Admit what it did you do? You need to ask for forgiveness. You need to repent. You need to tell God that you are so sorry. Throw your hand, throw up the, red, the white flag. Yep. Job. Throw it up because you did something. Yeah. Can I be real with you? Yeah. I was so annoyed by them. Yeah. So annoyed. Yeah. Like, honestly, I was reading through it and I'm like, I would like to skip. Where do we get to when this is over? Yeah. Because these guys are just, that's it. Like, the poor guy is, yeah. I mean. None of his friends were very mercy giving. That none. Was, that was not their spiritual gift. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, y'all came all the way from wherever you're from just to, like, beat down on someone that's already down. Yeah. Like, it, I was having a really hard time with the friends, and I get it. We're all, right? I, I think we can see each other through all of these, ourselves, through all of these perspectives. I've been so the wife. Too. I've been the friend. Yeah. I've been, you know, Job. Yeah. Like, I, I can see a little bit of me in everything. I've been the one that judges and assumes mm -hmm. that a person is going through something because they did something to deserve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What got you here, right? Like, that's what we often want to get to. Like, what... How did you get in this pers like in this situation? How did How you, you get, get this yourself? How did you get yourself situation? into this? And it's like we, it, it, you're right. It is very easy to associate. Again, I know we've said it a thousand times. It's easy to associate suffering with wrongdoing mm -hmm. because that is a part of it. Yeah, it's just not the complete picture. Yes. And so then the wife, like this is someone so sweet who is so close to him. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if y'all have ever had a spouse. Uh, or have a spouse um, that where things get hot and heavy and they begin to point fingers like that is that's the the life that Job was living yeah you know and and not that she was pointing fingers at Job but she was pointing fingers at God like yeah. curse God I know dying. this man is good I know this man yeah. is blameless yeah. I know this man loves me yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um you know, he, she, she knows, like, I know we've been tithing, Job. I know that we take mm -hmm. care of, like, our kids. I know that we have all these things. Not only have we lost everything, we've lost our children. That's another thing Curse we don't... him. We, she lost those kids. Those were her babies. She lost everything in yes. one day, just like Job. Yeah. Right? So, like, if I can be honest with you, if my husband, in one day, we lose everything, it all, yeah. I can't say that my reaction may not be similar. I love that. I love that transparency. I love that truthfulness. That's just the truth. It, it's hard. It's yeah. really, really hard. I, on the other hand, think that you could because I think you're in a certain space with your walk. Amen. I believe that for you. Yeah. And I, I actually think that you would, especially with your 
your godly wisdom and the way that you lean into the Holy Spirit. I'm not saying that your initial reaction would be I just may have like, a moment or two. Uh, uh, amen. <laughs> you would never tell your husband. You would never tell Manny, curse God and die. No, no, no. You would never tell Maybe him that. Maybe die. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> you would just not kidding. tell him that. I know better. <laughs> but um, but we, we can understand her pain and her frustration yeah. yep. and her her lack of perspective as well, yeah. right? Because again, it doesn't make sense. But we know that God is not a God of logic. God is a God of doing things His way, which is the supreme way, mm. which is always the best way, yes. regardless of how it makes us feel. Can I be real? And I think we said Absolutely. this before. Hello. It's the messy message. We said this before. Like, I kind of cringe when people say, "Like, God just wants me to be happy." No. Can I tell y'all that like, God doesn't really care about us being happy? There are so many other attributes, like look up the fruits of the spirits in Galatians chapter five, that you will understand that there is something that God desires of us. But I hate to say that happiness is maybe not another one of, H word, maybe holy. God holy. wants us to be holy. <laughs> happiness is not one of the fruits of the spirit. So <laughs> there is something that He always is trying to create in us, and He does it for our good, but it is ultimately for His glory because God is sovereign, and we're going to get into that sovereignty, yeah. right? Yeah. But um, we we know that we. I guess the 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 main messages in this, if you think about the perspective of friends and family, and some of y'all are sitting out there listening, you're like, yeah, like I've gone through some stuff, and my family has turned their backs on me because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they don't understand my struggle. Yeah, they don't get what I'm going through right now, and that's merited or unmerited, folks. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm not throwing stones here. It doesn't matter what the root yeah. of the suffering is. But some of y'all are listening. You have family out there that don't get what you're going through right now. Some of y'all are with a spouse that just doesn't have the same faith. Yeah. To that to says like God is good anyway. Yeah, that's tough. And I I I am praying for you all. I am praying for that. But understand that there are elements of friendships in the body of Christ that are available to you. Yeah. There are going to be people when you reach out and you seek the help for just prayer or locking arms um, for to, to renew hope and to renew you know, a right spirit um, that you can be connected yeah. with the right people. And you know what I love is that at the end of it, God was like, hey... Your friends were wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to let them know. And he did. He let yeah. the friends know you guys were wrong. You guys judged Job. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything. Yeah. And there was reconciliation. Yeah. There was reconciliation. Job forgave them. I love that. There's hope there. Yes. Yeah. That's so good. So, That's so good, Berlin. You know, we as Christians, like, Alexis, you and I have a friendship. I may not always get it right. There may be times that, that we come to each other and I may not give you good godly advice and mm-hmm. i may speak in my flesh or in my limited understanding mm-hmm. um that doesn't mean or out of emotion which is flesh but yeah. yeah we can speak very emotionally sometimes especially when you see your friend hurting and i as cruel as his friend sounded i do think that there is an element that they're like hurting for their friend yeah they did spend some days Seven silent days quiet they should very stay silent quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but we give them the credit. We don't know what in their silence they were doing. Yeah, we don't know if they were lamenting. We don't know if they were praying. We don't know. I think if they, they were in shock. 
It could have been. This this was the man. Yeah. Like, it it could have been. It, it could have been. I don't know. The Bible doesn't really yeah, say. Yeah. I'm not a theologist. Yeah, I'm just so making I, up. So. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But we don't know specifically what was happening in their silence. Yeah. Um. But regardless of what that was, they their silence was a sign of mourning for their friend we do know that yeah. it was a sign of yeah. like coming together for their friend so there was some great intention as awful as their advice yeah. was and again they gave truthful words but not the best advice mm -hmm. it was not applicable to job amen i agree so when you have people in your life family and friends um understand that they are still limited mm -hmm. in their understanding so give them grace yeah but you know something i learned right and i've Put it into practice more and more now than ever before. Go to God first. Yes, I'm learning that. Spend time with God first. Instead of picking up that phone. Don't go. It's so easy for me to call my baby sister or my, my middle sister or my mom or Burley or yeah. you know a, a friend from church or whatever yeah. and say, listen, this is... What I'm dealing with, I need your prayer, I need your this. It's easy to shoot a text. Ladies, pray for me, yeah, please. Yeah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. It's easy for me to run to my husband and say, what are we going to do? What is it? Like, it's so easy to do that. But what is wise is to go to the Father first. Because when you go to him Amen. first, he has the ability to speak. Speak to you implicitly, very clearly, and say to you what he wants you to know yeah. in that time. Mm -hmm. So that way, when your girlfriends or your mama or you know your man or whoever is trying to pour things into you, it is either going to be a confirmation or you're going to be like, oh, that's the enemy. Yeah. I don't, hear, I don't <laughs> yeah. receive that. I don't know what that is because yeah. that is not what God told me. But you're prepared. For but you're prepared. Because you've had that conversation with the Lord already. Either way. Mm -hmm. So that's what I gather from that. Oh, I love that. I love that perspective. That's some good stuff. Are we ready to go into the sovereign? The sovereign, our God. Well, one thing that we did have to do is explain what sovereign is. Mm -hmm. And uh, looking it up, it's possessing su supreme or ultimate power. Yes. So God has the final say in everything. Yes. And yes. as we can see, he allowed all this to happen. Yes. Like we can't, <laughs> we can't negate that. No. The, Satan has to go and ask for permission mm -hmm. to touch you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So whatever happens is permissible mm -hmm. and allowed by God. Amen. Nothing goes through the Father's hands without being, like, nothing gets to us without going through the Father's yeah. hands. I'm sorry. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. No, absolutely. So sovereignty in itself, for me, is always that Romans 8, 28. Mm. For we know that all things work for our good for those who are called according to his purpose. And so we understand that God is... He can change anything. Yes. Have you ever gone through a struggle and read that verse? Oh, yeah. It's like, what good? What good is going to come out? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. What yeah. are you going to do, God? And, and that's the thing. We go back to asking the questions instead of saying, God, let me get to know you deeper. Let me understand your sovereignty. 
to the best of my limited understanding. But I believe that God honors that in us. Mm-hmm. I believe that he, he honored us. it in Job. He honored it in Job. And he will do it for any of us. We just have to lean in and yeah. ask. I think that like when we say that God is sovereign, it's understanding that there are going to be some really good things and there are going to be some really tough things that come our way. But in it all, in it all, he is God. Yeah. And that he allows things to happen. He is not the creator of evil. He is not the creator of bad mm-hmm. things. There's nothing bad that comes from God. Yeah. But he will allow things to come our way in order to get us into our best, most supreme place with him. Amen. And that's the part of getting to know who he is. And it may not always make sense in our it usually minds and capacity. <laughs> and one thing I love is that when God does come and speak to Job, he never explains Mm-hmm. himself no. and he never says oh you know what it is job mm-hmm. satan came to me and later this is yeah, going to be I love recorded that you said that. and yes. you know many many people that are suffering are going to really find good counsel in this in, in this chapter that. like yes. none of this is explained god the, the comes people to are job. going to come to me because of your story <laughs> no. job, job doesn't, doesn't get that no he just comes to job and he's like uh, dude, and this is 38 verse four. Mm-hmm. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he just questions Job. He asked the questions to Job and Job realizes mm-hmm. I am a speck mm-hmm. of dust in this expanse, huge universe mm-hmm. that God created. Yes. How dare I? Yeah. And on the flip side of that, that speck of dust is a priority that is valuable to God. I mean, to and the point where he came he, and spoke to him. Amen. And to the point of why he allowed what he allowed. Yes. Because God knew the end goal. Mm-hmm. We only know what we deal with in the midst of it. Right. Yeah. And you're right. It, it doesn't ever make sense. No. It doesn't ever. Have you, okay, listeners, have you ever put, been in a position where you've been like, why is the timing of this? Why the <laughs> heaviness of this? What does this have to do with this? Yeah. Or I was trying to make sure that this happened so that that wouldn't happen. Like, if you've ever thought those thoughts, if you've ever been in a position, you're like just completely perplexed and confused by your situation. Know that God is doing something. Yes. He's always up to something. He has a greater plan. He has a greater plan that we don't see. Always. It's always out our span of knowledge and our scope of understanding. And that's why we pray for the peace that surpasses all understanding. That's why we pray. And just we, our job in suffering is to lean on God. Mm. He really doesn't have a lot for us to do. Yeah. And though the very little he's asking for us to do feels like a lot because <laughs> it feels like a lot to trust when your world is crumbling. Yeah. It feels like a lot to believe when you can't see mm-hmm. any good coming from the situation. It feels like a lot to be patient when you feel like, Lord, the fire, yeah. the fire. It burns. <laughs> I'm being burned. Help. You know what I mean? I think of like Mary and Martha when when um when Lazarus died mm. and they were calling on Jesus calling on Jesus calling on Jesus where are you where are you like we know you are a healer you are our friend yeah. your your friend is dying he is where are you and it took 4 days before 
Jesus showed up. That thing was, that body was decomposing on At another that point, level. Yeah. Right? Yes. There's that urgency that Mary and Martha felt. Like, where are you? When are you coming? But we know how Lazarus' story ends. Yes. Lazarus was brought back to life. Mm. They didn't. They may not have had the patience. They may not have had the understanding of what was going on. They questioned so much of who Jesus was to leave them when they needed him most. Had you been here? Had you been here, Jesus? My brother would be alive. But Jesus said, I got something bigger. Yeah. I'm about to blow your mind. Yeah. So why do we bring that up? We bring that up because some of y'all, like myself and like Burley, we go through these things <laughs> in life or we're going through these things in life. And we are saying, God, where are you? You, you could have done this. You could have done that. You could have done that. Just know if you switch that up and you say, God, I'm going to praise you in advance. God, I am going to worship you in spite of this fire. Lord, I am going to choose to trust that you are good and that your mercies endure forever. Yes. I am going to believe in the promises that you have for me because I read them and I know them mm. and your word is spirit and it is truth. That's right. I am going to walk through this knowing that on the other side of this is something greater. Preach. And you know, that's what the messy message is. What do we have? Whoop. People coming on, talking about <laughs> the worst, most difficult moments mm -hmm. of their lives. Amen. And what happened in the midst of them and how God made something good out of something terrible. Something so messed up. I mean, prison, cancer. Yeah. Like, it's just so no, much has happened. The death of a son. Like, yeah. so many stories. Divorce. Yes. We can go on and on and on, right? And I love that you pointed that out because... Suffering does not discriminate. <laughs> yeah, okay. It comes in all it forms. It will meet you at your door. If you haven't experienced it, this is not a scary warning, but truth. Yeah. Keep living. Yeah. But Keep we going. hope that this podcast helps you to go through it. Amen. Very triumphantly. Yes. It is okay to get down and out. Mm -hmm. Job had many, 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 many moments of not understanding why his world was turned upside down. Mm. And I don't know, like, I don't ever look at biblical characters or stories in the Bible as just like these legends or myths. I look at them as this is a, Job was a real life yeah. person because he was. He was a person, a human. So to understand that and to even be empathetic mm. to loss on that level. Yeah. yeah. Like that is something else. So when you conceptualize that this was a man who really had some tough times and he had these tough moments, but his story was put in this book because it was put there to encourage us, yeah. not to, ins not to scare us or to like kind of steer us away from the Lord, but to show God's sovereignty. And compared to the pain that Job experienced, how many people do you think have been encouraged by the story of Job oh, gosh. through the generations? Over and over and over again. I can't even imagine. I, I'm sure the number is astronomical. Oh, yeah. Like, sure. it is a book of comfort mm -hmm. for those that are being afflicted and going through things. Yeah. Amen. Well, I just want, we just want to exhort you and let you know 
that while suffering is very much real, the struggle is very much real. Amen. God always promises that he will be with us in the midst. He doesn't leave us to our, on our own to deal with these things. He's yeah. with us to comfort us. And throughout the Bible, we see that he never leaves us alone. Mm -hmm. And he, um, I love that Alexis brought up the names of God, how he identifies himself because he identifies our, himself through our need of mm -hmm. him, through mm -hmm. what we need at that moment, because Amen. he is everything. But in, if in that moment you need God to provide for you, he's Jehovah Jireh. Amen. If in that moment you need him to be your victory, you're in a, a situation where you need him to be your banner, he's mm -hmm. Jehovah Nisi. Yes. If you need him to be your shepherd, I'm, I'm sorry, if you need him to be the one that heals you mm -hmm. from something, he is Jehovah Rapha. Yes, God. If you need him to be peace because you're in a tumultuous situation, mm -hmm. he is Jehovah Shalom. Mm. And I just want to encourage you, mm -hmm. God will meet you where you are. Yes, he will. He is not leaving you to struggle by yourself. Amen. Pray to him, seek him. And don't come up with your own idea of who God is, but really look into the scripture because he makes it very clear that he is our savior. Preach. We love you. We pray for you. Check us out at themessymessage.com, themessymsg.com. Give us a check out on Instagram and Facebook. We love you. God bless you and keep you. Bye.